This is the 416th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, the podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that gives you everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. I'm D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Falcons beat reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here in the 416th episode, we're going to take a look at the much-hyped Detroit Lions, who are off to a 1-1 start. They opened the season by defeating the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Then they came home and lost their opener 37-21 in overtime to the Seattle Seahawks. The Falcons will travel to Detroit to play the Lions at 1 p.m. on Sunday at Ford Field. If you're listening to us for the first time, please make sure to follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we're back here from the early break, and we're going to get right to it. Start getting ready for this game, big game with the NFC North Fold Detroit Lions. And let's hear from Coach Arthur Smith and what he noticed after watching film of Sunday's 25-24 win over the Green Bay Packers. You know, there's always things we got to work on, uh, d You know, it's, regardless of the result, you know, we got to re- remain objective and, and there's a lot of things we need to continue to improve on. Um, so we, we know we have a good challenge coming up, going on the road against Detroit. They lost a tough one yesterday in overtime. That place, I'm sure, will be rocking, so it'll be good to get into a foreign environment. It'll be loud, be a lot of energy in the building, and we got to be ready to roll. But... Uh, Going back to yesterday, you know, the encouraging thing is we can get a lot better. All right. Yeah, the Detroit won uh, 37-31. to 31. They had a pick six from quarterback Jared Goff, and they also went for fourth down and four, like early in the game in their side of the field, didn't get it. So, you know, Coach, coach uh, Dan Campbell's a gambling man and, uh, you know, lost the gamble there going against Pete Carroll. My uh, my Lions people say that, uh, hey, he just knows his defense isn't any good and he tries to keep him off the field. So we'll look at that. That's something to watch as they prepare this week. Here is Coach Arthur Smith on the Falcons' fourth quarter success against the Packers. Yeah, I think it says a lot. You know, there's a lot of things we pride ourselves on and, and the way we want to operate. But, you know, it just speaks to the conditioning and the way our guys want to operate and the way we want to finish games and adjust and, and be that team in the fourth quarter. But just because we did the first two weeks, you know, we got to continue to push and uh, and so we can we can continue to finish games. 
All right, that was a way to close out a game. They had a three and out, three and out, four and out from the defense when they absolutely had to have it. So that's the type of thing that you can build off on in the future. But we wanted to talk to defensive tackle David Onyemata just to get an update on how the defense is coming along. It's coming great, you know, just uh, just just understanding where we're supposed to be at, understanding what uh, what schemes and what we're getting up there, and basically just executing uh, executing our jobs. Well, you know, the unit started with seven new starters this year, cost them one hundred thirty-two point five million in uh, in free agency to rebuild the defense, and then if you count Nate Landman starting against the um, Packers, that's eight new starters from last year. So. Um, yeah, you know, it takes a little while to to get, you know, playing together, get used to each other. But they did it in the fourth quarter when they had to against the Packers. Here's David again on being able to make the in-game adjustments that they needed against the Green Bay Packers. It's massive, you know. We go out there after 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 a series, you see certain things, and uh, you know, teams teams usually go back to things that uh, they've got success on. And I think the great thing is we communicate and we get down to the sideline and we make the right adjustments. All right, they uh, had some problems with the in-breaking routes in the third quarter that allowed Green Bay to score two touchdowns and take a twenty-four to twelve lead. Uh, but they made those adjustments and took those routes away and made them throw outside of the hashes in the fourth quarter, and Jordan Love wasn't able to connect. Gave cornerback Troy Flowers a little help there, too, I believe, at the end. Tyler Algier, we talked to him about the start of the season, what it feels like to be 2-0, and and the upcoming game against the Lions. Hey, you know, it was a good start. Yeah, good start to the season. I think um, a lot of hard work has come come for the past weeks but um now we're focused yeah celebrate yesterday but now focusing on being one to know this week so it's a good opportunity to and, uh, did improve you get that to see detroit in the kansas city game on thursday and what do you think of the lions yeah no they're they're hard hard nose hard nose football team i think they're a pretty physical and um yeah pretty physical team i think uh should be a great matchup between us yeah, pretty physical. That's what we keep hearing from the players and the coaches. Uh, the Lions uh, like to get after it. We uh, even referenced Coach Kneecaps in his uh, when he said he uh, they made his opening comments about how he wanted his team to play. But yes, it should be a good game up in Detroit. We'll look at some of the matchups here later on in the week and in the in the second half of the show where we get into some of the notes about the Detroit Lions. We also wanted to catch up with Richie Grant. He's back there on, on the safety spot. He gets to see how everything's coming together. And, uh, you know, so we chatted with Richie on uh, a couple different things. The defense coming together, getting the stops, being 2-0 and while you got things to work on. And he had some funny comments about Nate Landman and his start, about him crashing the party uh, and so forth. Here's Falcon safety, Richie Grant. Uh, how's it feel to be 2-0 uh, this season? Shit, it's my first time uh, since I've been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off 2-0, you know, it's a very good feeling. <laughs> Definitely the city is loving it, um, team is loving it, but we can't get complacent. You know, we got to keep stacking. Mm-hmm. We got a tough game this week uh, in, in Detroit, so, you know, we're going to look How do you feel things coming together on the defense side of the ball, y'all? Shut them down the fourth quarter yesterday. Yeah, we definitely, uh, in the beginning of the game, we let a few things slip by. But, uh, you know, corrected those. And fourth quarter, we had a a great stand-up. We was able to close it out, which is a really great feeling um, compared to the last few years. So, 
I don't know, we just keep stacking on that, you know what I mean? We definitely got to eliminate some of those mistakes, though. Yeah, hey, Caden said that the coaches really made some adjustments on the sidelines over there. Um, what was what was that like, and uh, to be able to go out and execute the adjustments? Um, some, some, some was play calling, some was personnel, but mainly, man, it's just us individually when I went on ones. I feel like uh, in the beginning of the game, you know, I don't know, you know what was happening, but we definitely lost some one-on-ones, and mm-hmm. it cost us. So I think fourth quarter, we, we tighten up on a Tighten up on Yes, sir. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, I know it ain't perfect, but how good is it to, you know, uh, we're still trying to build and get mm-hmm. the cohesiveness with so many new guys and you're able to get the wins still? Hell, yeah. Like, everybody, you know, it's way easier to build with wins, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. instead of losses. And it hurts it. I don't care what nobody tells you. A loss hurts, you know what I mean? Nobody wants to lose. So when you win, you're able to. Mm-hmm. It's, you're able to have those conversations a little easier. Uh-huh. And I watched Detroit in the opening night like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of the Lions? Uh, very tough golf. team, man. They're a very tough team. They got a vet quarterback. Um, good running game. They're going to try to establish some run. We know and uh, definitely um, they got some, some really good receivers as well. It's just very, very good overall team, physical team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be tough up there in their environment, but mm-hmm. we should be ready for it. Uh, Coach said he wanted y'all to attack it aggressive. Are y'all starting to see some of that? Uh, coming up to fruition, you saw Caden get the get mm-hmm. the sack. And, Absolutely. Uh, um, some other things y'all were able to do too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, c- trying to control the line of scrimmage the best we can. You know, uh, we're gonna keep trying to play aggressive, starting up front and then all the way to the back end. You know, coming up, finishing tackles, things like that. How did Nate do in his first? That was his first NFL start. You know, undrafted cat to get him some crashing. Uh, uh-huh. Big Nate was out there crashing, man. He was crashing the party. Okay. I love it, man. I love it. He's just super aggressive. Uh-huh. Uh, he don't care who it is. He's going to come in head first. So okay. I love that aggression. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor. But I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. All right, we're back here from the break here at the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. And uh, we got a deal for you today. want to make sure uh, you go ahead and get a pencil so you can write this down. Don't want you to miss out on this deal that we have here today. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for our podcast listeners. If you subscribe, you get three months of unlimited digital access for just 99 cents. That's all of our sports coverage, politics, breaking news, investigations, food and dining, and so much more on AJC.com. Plus, you get access to our e-paper and our assortment of newsletters. So join our community by going to, this is the writing part here, subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast. Again, that's subscribe, S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E dot A-J-C 
facebook.com backslash podcast. So you always know what's really going on. All right, here we got some notes on the Lions. We don't have to do our statistical comparisons yet. Only two games, small sample size. So we just got the two two games to go off of. Big blow for the Lions. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, their safety, they spent $8.5 million for him in free agency this year uh, to help shore up their back end. He was put on IR uh, with a torn pec injury. We don't know if he's out for the season, but he's definitely out for Sunday. So we'll have to look at their depth chart and see uh, what they're going to do to juggle back there in the secondary. Now, some of the notes here from the uh, Seattle game, David Montgomery had a big fumble in that game, but he's been running hard. They ran him hard against the Chiefs. A lot of people saw that one. Pick six by Jared Goff is a little bit behind Jamar Gibbs. Trey Brown took it to the house. That ended a streak of 387 uh, attempts without an interception for Jared Goff, and only uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers had low, longer streaks. So he's accurate. He doesn't throw you the ball, and he gets it out pretty quick. We saw that in the Kansas City game. Their speedsters out, uh, Jameson Williams, because he got suspended. So we saw a bunch of crossing routes in that Kansas City game. They really didn't try to hit him over the top. But Jared Goff, his career overall record is 55-46-1. His record with the Lions is 13-19-1. And, and we called them the much-hyped Lions because last year, you know, they you know they were on hard knocks, dug a hole, and then finished 8-2, and two, and then knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs in the last game of the season when they didn't have anything to play. So uh, a lot of people felt the Lions turned the corner last year and would be a playoff contender in the NFC North this year. You know, they're going to taking on injuries. They just took on a big one with uh, Gardner-Johnson, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, or CJ is what they he was going by for a while there too. But uh, that's a big one. So that's why we call them the much-hyped Detroit Lions. Everybody likes uh, Coach Dan now, and they see or saw on Hard Knocks how they were trying to build this team and his toughness and his likeness and how he wanted how he wanted to play football in his 10 years in the league. And, um, you know, one of the funniest things in um, that Hard Knocks one was he's like, hey, look, I know y'all think I'm crazy, but we got to tackle today. And so they tackled to the ground. And uh, you know uh, that that's how uh, that's how he is. He doesn't feel like you know you can get by with just playing tag and practice and stuff. But there's different ways to do it. And I was like, wow, that's old school. You gotta like you know warn the players that hey, we gotta do some hitting today. When it used to be you know hitting all day, every day, two times a day. But anyway, that was one of my takeaways from Hard Knocks. And um, uh, we'll just keep going on down the list here. They are leaning on Montgomery who uh, came out of the Seattle game with a thigh injury. And we'll break this down during the week because they, they picked Jamar Gibbs out of Dalton, started his career at Georgia Tech and Alabama, like four picks after the Falcons took Bijan. But they're not, they haven't put a whole lot on his plate yet. He's catching the ball out of the backfield and uh, splitting the carries behind uh, Montgomery. So that's going to probably shift if Montgomery's got a thigh and can't go all the way. Uh, James Houston is on IR, too. The Jackson State defensive end who had eight sacks last year. He was playing opposite of Aiden Hutchinson, who had 
2.5 sacks to lead the Lions last year. They had 39 sacks. They've only had one so far. Now, also defensively, a couple of Falcon castoffs are members of the Detroit Lions defense. John Comiskey has started both games this year, former fourth-round pick. Uh, who didn't fit in the 3-4 here, was picked up by the Lions and uh, is uh, making his NFL career in Detroit now. And Charles Harris, he was just a renter guy for one year. Defensive end played here in 2020, but he's going on to stack three more years in Detroit. Former first-round pick of the Dolphins out of Missouri, uh, Kansas City. Uh, well, he's from the University of Missouri and he's from Kansas City, Missouri. So Charles uh Two, two Falcons castoffs are doing a good job uh, up there in Detroit. Their receiver with Jameson Williams, Williams out is Amon Ross St. Brown. He might be the top one even when, when Williamson comes Williams comes back. But uh, he had an ankle injury but went back in the game. 12 catches. He leads the team with 12. He had six for one or two. It was the seventh 100-yard game of his career versus Seattle on Sunday. Now, a few other people you all know from, from the Lions, Panay Sowell, uh, he was the uh, tackle, picked a couple picks after the Falcons picked Kyle Pitts, fourth overall in the uh, draft. That would have been 2022. These years are running together. This is Pitts' third year, so it would have been 21. They're not 21. And uh, Craig Reynolds, he replaced Khalil Dorsey at kickoff return. Dorsey uh, is on on IR, suffered an injury there. Just a few more notes here to get us ready for the Falcons game. Offensively, we're charting the possessions, and uh, the Falcons had 10 possessions against Green Bay with six scores, a turnover, one on downs, a punt, and in a game. And so that goes with the 13 they had in week uh, one. So 23 overall possessions. Five touchdowns, two passing and three rushing. Yeah, Bijan, a catching touchdown. Algier, two rushing touchdowns against uh, the Panthers. And then you had the Ritter rush and a touchdown pass to London in the win over the Packers. All right, and just a couple more notes here before we wrap up the 416th episode. The NFC South, everybody's... Uh, Three of the nine teams that made it to 2-0 this season are from the NFC South. And last year, all of the six teams that started 2-0 all made the playoffs. So I don't know, all nine probably not going to make the playoffs this year, but the Falcons are in the group of nine teams that started 2-0. And uh, we'll look at the standings here. Atlanta's 2-0, and they'll play at Detroit at 1 p.m. Sunday. Tampa Bay is also a surprising 2-0 starter, and they will uh, host the Eagles, the defending NFC champs, 7-15 on Monday night. Then the Saints are also 2-0 with Derek Carr uh, down there, and they're playing at Green Bay with the 1 p.m. Sunday start. Falcons 2-0 at Detroit at once. Carolina, they made that game close at the end, 20-17 last night on Monday Night Football. Uh, Bryce Young got a lot of yards against the prevent there late. But uh, they are 0-2, and he doesn't have any receivers. And they will be at Seattle 
at 4.05 p.m. on Sunday. So that's your NFC South update and look ahead. And and we also received a note today from uh, Mike Bradley sent it along that Coach Arthur Smith is the uh, favorite to win Coach of the Year on betonline.ag. Uh, he's uh he started at twenty five to one. He's now four to one. He's uh the early season betting favorite to win coach of the year for a job uh he's done thus far to get the Falcons to two and zero. And just a couple other notes here before we wrap up. Look at some locals for the Lions, and then one of the big big matchups in the game. It's not real sexy, but it's gonna be a big one, real big matchup. All right. Uh, the locals, Brian Branch is a safety there. Sandy Creek, Alabama, second-round pick, 45th overall. And uh, then Jamar Gibbs, Dalton, Georgia Tech, and uh, Alabama. And Khalif Raymond, wide receiver, Greater Atlanta Christian. Holy Cross, he's still on the team. And then Cam Sutton, cornerback, player of Tennessee and from Jonesboro. Jonesboro High is also with the Detroit Lions. Now, this is not real sexy, and I talked to uh, David Onyemata about it. He hadn't done his studying yet, but the Detroit line is supposed to be one of the best lines in the uh, National Football League, and, you know, their strategy is really easy. They're just going to beat you up and run the ball and then hit you with them crossing routes, and he's going to go for it on fourth down and so forth, and then it um, – you know, because the defense is um, suspect, according to some of my folks. But the the battle is going to be up front, and a lot of people just watch the ball, but you kind of got to save you about five plays for this one to see how Grady Jarrett and David Oyamata are going to be going at it with Detroit center Frank Ragnall. He's one of the best in the business, two-time pro bowler, six foot five, 311 pounds. First round pick, 20th overall in 2018 out of uh, Arizona. But, yeah, that's going to be one of the the big ones, you know, controlling the line of scrimmage. If they can can slow the Lions running game down and then, you know, jump jump on those, uh, cover those crossers and so forth, should be a good formula against a tough Detroit team uh, who's going to be – they're going to want to win at home after losing their uh, opener against the – Seattle Seahawks. I don't remember. I don't know about all the ski mask stuff they were doing. I guess Gardner Johnson asked everybody to wear ski masks, but now since he's hurt, they probably won't be wearing the ski mask. But we'll, uh, you know, something, <laughs> something to note in that game. So with that, hey, we had, uh, you know, we opened with Coach Arthur Smith and David Oyamata, Tyler Algier, and Richie Grant. We thank them for stopping by the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Then we gave you some notes and news and notes on the Detroit Lions. Who the Falcons will play at 1 o'clock on Sunday. The Lions uh, are 4.5 point favorites here in this game. So uh, we'll see how that moves uh, throughout the week. Then we did a job with the NFC South, uh, giving you an update there. And then uh, looked at some of our locals and then uh, gave you a spotlight matchup to watch in this game. Uh, Frank Ragnall up front doing battle against the Falcons defensive tackles. So with that, we're going to get out of here. We're going to ask you to have a great 
rest of your week, and we'll be back after the Falcons-Lions game to help wrap that one up with the next episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.